Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of prayer 2021 for today, which is May 4th. And the scripture reading for today is from Genesis chapter 24, verse 45. Before I finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Baal, son of Milcah, who was wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being our God. We thank you that we are children of the most high God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus of all things. And Father, we thank you that we know through Christ Jesus all our needs are met according to your riches in glory, through and by Christ Jesus. Father, have your way with this broadcast this day. Have your Holy Spirit lead and guide the discussion. And Father, we pray someone somewhere this day, because of this broadcast, would receive Jesus as their Savior. And to you we give all honor, all glory, all praise in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. We've been talking about God is limited by our prayers. And yesterday we start off with a question that some people ask to the effect of, if, if God is in control, why does he allow all this evil in the world? And we answered that question, explaining that Satan is the one who actually has legal ownership of the kingdoms of this world. And I'm not going to go back and explain all of that again today. But it is important that we take up our conversation from that point where we left off yesterday. Now, it's been said that sickness and disease is basically the foul offspring of its mother, sin, and its father, Satan. And Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Now, we could also read Romans 6.14 this way, Satan, Satan shall not have dominion over you, because you are a believer. Amen. I like that. Another way is to say sickness and disease shall not have dominion over you because you are a believer. Praise God. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Glory to God. Now in Colossians 1.13, we read about our Heavenly Father who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Now, this entire world, the world systems, the worldly governments, including here in the United States, they lie in the kingdom of darkness. But through Christ, we are delivered from the power of darkness or the authority of darkness. Amen. And yes, we are still subject to the natural laws subjugated to us by these rulers of the darkness. But our spirits are always free. And we are not subject to any other power than that of God. Amen? We are spirit beings. You are a spirit. You have a soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, and you live in a body in a fallen world. But your spirit belongs to God. Amen? God can only move here on this earth as we, the Christians, ask him to. Now, he would be moving into Satan's territory illegal if he did otherwise. But God has a people down here on this earth who have authority because we've been redeemed. Amen. Only as we ask God to move, and we do that through prayer, can God legally move in the earth, in our lives, in our behalf. And, and to tell the real truth about it, 
Satan can't move in and work in a believer's life unless that person gives him the authority to do so as well. God works through man. Satan also works through man. When believers can learn to resist the devil and yield to God, that's in James chapter 4, verse 7, and let God work through them, they will see the victory that has been legally purchased for them at Calvary. Hallelujah. And to yield to God means to yield to his word. And God's word says that we as Christians are to pray. God's word tells us how to pray and for what to pray and to whom to pray. And we've already covered all of that before, so I'm not going to go over it again. But just let me summarize it for you. Matthew 9 verse 38 says, We are to pray to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest. If God could just sit back and send forth laborers without us asking him to do so, or if he could do some other things without asking him to do so, why do we have to pray for these things? If we don't need to pray and ask God to move in our lives, then we should all just you know, kick back, sit back, let God do something about the situations in our lives, about getting all the sinners in the world saved, and we won't have to lift even one finger. But throughout the Bible, we see God telling man to do one thing, pray and ask him to act. Amen. We see God inviting man over and over and over to call on him. Even in the Old Testament, we see God telling man to call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And in case you're wondering, that's in Jeremiah 33.3. Amen? There are many, many scriptures where God is inviting us to pray. And when we pray, we then open the door for God to move. That's the way God has ordained in his word that it should be. Then Satan cannot accuse God of being unjust because God will only move in line with his word. Satan can't accuse God of being unjust and coming into his territory without an invitation because the Christians would pray and ask God to move in their lives. So God is limited by the prayers of his children. And knowing that, we should be all the more diligent to pray just as Jesus taught us to pray. We should pray for those who despitefully use us. We should pray for those who abuse us and accuse us rather than criticize and complain about them and and we should pray more laborers to be sent forth into the harvest that many more people might be brought into the kingdom of God because of Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. Amen? I want to pray for you right now to begin to release God and give him permission to move in your life instead of just waiting on God. God's been waiting on you, folks. All right? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, Forgive me for not praying to you more. Forgive me for not asking you to move in my life. Forgive me for not allowing you to move in my life on a greater level. But Father, I'm doing that right now through Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I invite the creator of the universe, God himself, through the Holy Spirit to come into my heart Forgive me of my sins, giving me the gift of everlasting life to become my God. So I am your child. And Father, I thank you for this gift of everlasting life. 
And Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to move in my life. Guide my steps each and every day to accomplish more for you and the kingdom of God each and every day. And Jesus, I thank you for what you did on that cross to allow this to happen. Father, I give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer, let me know. Leave a comment down below. Let other people know that you're not subject to the kingdoms of this world anymore. You belong in the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Do me a favor. Leave a uh, comment or rating down below. Go over on iTunes. Leave a rating and a review there. And be sure to visit our website, podcastsforchrist.com. Download that free resource, How to Launch a Christian Podcast. It's right there in the middle of the page. Can't miss it. Amen. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding everyone again from 1 Thessalonians 5.17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.